I'm Father Ron Shibley, founder and director of the Anglican Internet Church, and I welcome you to this podcast homily for 22nd Sunday after Trinity, the 23rd in a series of 26 homilies for Trinity season. Revisions to this series are part of the AIC celebration of the start of its second decade on the web. The musical theme is the fourth verse of Holy, 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 Lord God Almighty, performed by Richard M.S. Irwin and used with his permission. It is also the theme music for the companion video presentation for Trinity Season. Listeners may benefit from the companion AIC seasonal video series Trinity Tide, the Teaching Season, which is presented in nine episodes, each linked from the digital library page with podcast versions linked from the podcast archive page at www.anglicaninternetchurch.net. The series offers a brief history of the evolution of Whitsunday Pentecost and Trinity Season, Anglican traditions of Whitsunday and Trinity, including the seasonal color and fasting traditions and commentary on the collect, epistle, and gospel readings for Whitsunday Pentecost, Trinity Sunday, and all 24 Sundays after Trinity, the collect, epistle, and gospel readings for 22nd Sunday after Trinity, and how it is not read in years when Easter is very late, are discussed in Episode 8. The Epistle reading for 22nd Sunday after Trinity, Philippians 1, verses 3 to 11, is a homily by St. Paul on the need to prepare for the Second Coming. For the reading here near the end of Trinity season and the start of the penitential season of Advent, in which we celebrate the first coming of Jesus Christ and prepare ourselves for his second, it is not surprising that the authors of the Book of Common Prayer chose these verses. In the reading, St. Paul speaks of the need to be prepared for the day of Jesus Christ in verse 6b and the day of Christ in verse 10. St. Peter called the same event the day of the Lord in 2 Peter 3 verse 10. In St. Paul's lifetime, the expectation that the second coming would be in the immediate future, in other words, in their own lifetimes, was known as the parousia. Traditional Christian doctrine is that the second coming is imminent, meaning that it could be at any time and that Christians should always be ready for it whenever it comes. Or as St. Paul expressed optimism that, quote, love may abound yet more and more and that those he taught, quote, may be sincere and without offense, unquote, when that moment comes. The Gospel reading for 22nd Sunday after Trinity, Matthew 18, verses 21 to 35, is the parable of the 10,000 talents, also known as the parable of the unforgiving servant, one of the several kingdom parables and perhaps the most allegorical of all the parables. Before Jesus speaks the parable, St. Peter has asked a question. How many times should one forgive a brother for his sins? Reflecting his Hebrew education in Old Testament scripture, he answers his own question with another, up to seven times? 
Many scholars believe that St. Peter was thinking of the book of Amos, in which there are three judgments, followed by four judgments, which totaled the mystical perfect number seven, in which, which St. John often uses in Revelation. Jesus confounds St. Peter with his reply, which also relies upon Hebrew numerology, saying in verse 22, I do not say to you up to seven times, but up to seventy times seven. Perhaps seeing Peter's surprise, Jesus tells the parable of the ten thousand talents. In the original Greek New Testament, the coin of the day was the denarius, equal to a day's wages for the average laborer. A talent was worth six thousand denarii, so it would have taken a man of that era 60 million days, or 164,383 years to earn 10,000 talents. As St. John did often in Revelation, citing huge, unimaginably large numbers, as in 144,000, 10,000 thousands, and so on, 10,000 talents is meant to suggest a hopeless situation, a level of debt which the man could not hope to repay. When the man could not pay, the master ordered that the servant and his wife and his children be sold to raise the money. This servant begged for mercy, and the master showed it to him and forgave him the debt. If that had been the end of the story, all would have been well. But that was not the end of the parable. The same servant, forgiven the huge debt which he owed, grew one of his own debtors, or servants who owed him money into debtor's prison. The news of this so enraged the first servant's master that he not only rebuked his first servant for not showing mercy toward his own servants, but he reversed his decision to forgive the man's debts and turned him over to the kingdom's torturers. Having made his point, Jesus then said to St. Peter and others listening to the conversation, so my heavenly Father also will do to you if each of you from his heart does not forgive his brother his trespasses. Forgiveness cannot be quantified, not 70, not 70 times 70. It must be absolute, unqualified, and from the heart, not from a calculator or a book of ritual. Lest there be doubt, let me share these words from Jesus in Matthew 6, 14 and 15, which follow immediately after the text of the Lord's Prayer. For if you forgive men their trespasses, your heavenly Father will also forgive you. But if you do not forgive men their trespasses, neither will your Father forgive your trespasses. Other AIC resources on topics discussed in this podcast homily for 22nd Sunday after Trinity are available at our website, www.anglicaninternetchurch.net. I begin with the AIC Christian Education video series, The Lives of the Saints, presented in multiple episodes in two series. From the first series, St. Paul is the focus of episode 5, St. Peter of episode 11, St. Matthew of episode 14. From the second series, Archbishop Cranmer is one of three English martyrs celebrated in episode 28. 
from the AIC Christian Education video series, The Lord's Prayer, phrase by phrase. The topic of forgiveness is discussed in Episode 2. Episodes in our Seasonal and Christian Education video series are linked from the Digital Library page. Episodes in Bible Study videos are linked from the Bible Study New Testament pages. Podcast versions of all three are linked from the Podcast Archive page. From the AIC Bookstore Publications in the Gospel of Matthew, Annotated and Illustrated, St. Matthew's Account of the Parable of the Ten Thousand Talents is discussed and illustrated in Chapter 18, which marks the start of the fourth discourse of five in the Gospel of Matthew. The parable is illustrated with an oil on canvas by Claude Vignon in 1629 A.D. on page 163. The volume includes 116 other illustrations from the 5th to the early 20th century. In Layman's Lexicon, entries of interest are Day of the Lord, Forgiveness, Judgment, Kingdom, Lord's Prayer, Parables, Parousia, Second Coming. And finally, from the writing prophets of the Old Testament, the prophet Amos is discussed with illustrations in Part 3, Chapter 3, pages 71 to 78, with a text box, Amos, in the Anglican Prayer Book on page 77. All the AIC Bookstore publications are available using the Virtual Bookstore link at the bottom of the home page at www.anglicaninternetchurch.net or directly from my Amazon Author Central page, https colon right slash right slash www.amazon.com right slash author right slash Ronald hyphen E hyphen Shibley. Everything after dot com must be in lowercase letters. The first closing prayer for 22nd Sunday after Trinity is a catena of my own composition on forgiveness based upon Psalm 6, verse 4, Psalm 32, verses 5, 6, and 7a, and Psalm 43, verses 3 and 4. The second is the collect for 22nd Sunday after Trinity, which Archbishop Cranmer adapted for the 1549 Book of Common Prayer from a late Gregorian sacramentary as it was used in England before the separation from Rome. Turn thee, O Lord, and deliver my soul. O save me for thy mercy's sake. I acknowledge my sin unto thee, and mine unrighteousness have I not hid. I said, I will confess my sins unto the Lord, and also so thou forgavest the wickedness of my sin. For this shall every one that is godly make his prayer unto thee in a time when thou mayest be found. O send out the light of thy truth that they may lead me, and bring me unto thy holy hill and to thy dwelling, and that I may go unto the altar of God, even unto the God of my joy and gladness, and upon the harp will I give thanks unto thee, O God, my God. Amen. And now the collect. Lord, we beseech thee to keep thy faithful household, the church, in thy continual godliness, 
that through thy protection it may be free from all adversities and devoutly given to serve thee in good works to the glory of thy name through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Until next time, may the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make his face to shine upon you and be merciful to you. May the Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. Amen. Glory be to God for all things. Amen. This program has been a presentation of the Anglican Internet Church. We invite you to visit our website and make use of its resources at www.anglicaninternetchurch.net.